This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So, see mcdonalds.com for full details. There's a team that we all love. Playing out a person time. They've had a few promotions, but always end up going down. Play up, play up, for fail. 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 Welcome to the Ale and Bale podcast. It's Wednesday, the 8th of February. It's half eight at night. And we're still fucking fuming. Don't listen to this one if you don't like swearing. Um, and we'll get on to it. Joined by Johnny and Tom. Last night, Vale played... I think they played Accrington. They played Mr Speedy. Uh, and do we just go straight into it? No, we don't go straight into it. You've been in the cinema tonight. I have been in the cinema tonight. Come on, film. Let's lighten the mood. How was the film? What did you go see? Wednesday playing with Gerard Butler. Right. Very good, but I'm knackered because I didn't sleep last night because I'm still fuming. So I did have a little kip halfway through the film, I won't lie. <laughs> only did it still make sense? Yeah, it was only about a five minute kip. But yeah, decent film. Decent film. If you like action films, it's worth a watch. And what I'd say, <laughs> it isn't just pure action, it's a good storyline to it. So a good build up. And yeah, it was decent, even with a five minute interlude. Oh, I, that, that that goes. So, someone asked me the other. I can't remember who it was. Someone asked me the other day if you if you, if you actually enjoy films or not, Bez. <laughs> <laughs> the last time you walked out of, and now you've yeah. had a bloody nap in one. <laughs> I feel like you've been not been picking very wisely recently. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot to pick from recently. Did, is just quickly on the the not sleeping the night before. Did that have anything to do? With the shower of shite that you watched at Vale Park, or yes, ah, right, okay, just to clarify that it wasn't it wasn't a block nose or anything like that, or a bad no, cough. No, I have been laid up since Sunday, and you can probably hear in my voice I'm still a bit laid up. But yeah, I nearly didn't go last night. I thought, should am I better in the warmth? And I went, and by God, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> really? It wasn't that bad. Um, I'm honest. I'll be honest. I think. We'll do a quick overview before we get into the nuts and bolts. My view, Vale were okay at the very, very best. Accrington were absolute diabolical and shit houses. And Speedy, the referee, was even worse than that. I think I think what you what what people are forgetting about yesterday is we could have walked out of that game winning four 0 And would you have been this angry at the performance? No, what I'd have said at that point is that we needed someone to stop the rot and we've got it. And I agree with you, we could have done. The worrying 
worrying, worrying maybe is too strong of a word, but the alarming thing for me at the moment is it kind of feels like where's the next win come from? And I do think to come, I'm not, you know, I'm not doom and gloom. I'm not Christ, we're going to go down. But at this moment of time, the run of form we're in, we play Shrewsbury on Saturday, won five on the spin. We then play Barnsley. It kind of feels like where's the next win coming from? The longer it goes, the more you're looking over your shoulder and get squeaky bum. I still think we'll be fine. I'm not saying, Christ, we're in a relegation battle now. That's just, we're getting dragged in and in until we get that win. I, I have I have some gripes with the way we played last night. Was And it's, it's very much evident when people like Wilson don't play. When we get the ball, at either left centre off, right centre off, left wing back, right wing back. We haven't got a plan. Everyone just runs away and then we clip it down the line. Are we shit at clipping it down the line? Because either A, Jamie Proctor isn't getting there or B, Gavi Massey can't control it. It's, it we, we look so devoid of ideas without certain people in the side. And then we just... I, I'm, I'm a big fan of keeping the ball and knocking it about. But last night we were knocking it back purely because nobody was moving in front for me. Uh, that's... My first bit, and then my second bit. We are so shit at heading the ball at goal, like over, and just straight down a keeper's throat, or very, very tame. We are so, so shit at heading at goal. Yeah. But I, yeah, that's that's that. Go on. And Accrington were there for the taking. They were a poor, poor side, probably. And I know they were a patched up side. If any Accrington fans are listening, going, God, well, we were missing X, Y, and Z. But they were the worst side I've seen. I include Forrest Green in that. They are the worst side I've seen. And Mitch Clark, if for any reason you're listening to this pod, you are a hundred times better than that scummy little club. No, I think you're being a bit harsh. I really do. Okay, I think, fifty times better. Uh, but you, you've got to look at it. We've just been talking. We did the exact same yeah. at Leighton Orient in Clarky's mm. first game. We weren't having this sort of meltdown saying that we're a disgusting club. Accrington went and did what Accrington had to do yesterday, and that was get a point away from home with a threadbare squad. So it wasn't pretty, it wasn't nice, but Wesley's done a lot worse with, with Stevenage. See, so, for me, it was on par with the, with the Stevenage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, be- be- before you join this call, Johnny, I did say that actually I'm used to Accrington being a football inside over the years. That isn't a typical yeah. Accrington performance. And I agree they did what they needed to do last night, but it was horrible, horrible to watch as a Vail fan once. And I get I get you in their shoes, we'd probably be happy doing the same. I, I just I, I just think what you've got to look at is and this this is this is a lot of people and I am in the minority here, but had we have walked out with four goals yesterday, we wouldn't we wouldn't be caring how Accrington played. We wouldn't be moaning that we were devoid and shit at headers and stuff like that because because of it. And yeah, we haven't, so we've got to ask questions. But you look at Massey's chance in the first half, he should have buried that. No ifs, ands or buts, he should have buried that. Funzo should have hit the target. Funzo, Funzo's was a hell of a... Because it got pinged back to him at a hell of a rate. That that he did well to get a shot anywhere towards goal for me. I fired at him. I can't remember the massive one, but Funzo, I thought he should. I can't remember the massive one. I'll be honest. 
the massive masses one where it where it was knocked into the box it was it was flicked on and he's just ran onto it 18 yards out and blasted it over oh. the scoreboard yeah 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 that's it. yeah and I did say to Tom before you joined John, he says, I can't comment on the players last night because I got that wound up by the referee. I ended up watching him and his performance. Well, the, the thing is, with the Funzo one, Proctor actually took the sting out of the fire the, the, the fire in and he got he got his shot away. So he should be doing better. Oh, we, we did we, actually we, Proctor got... laid that off beautiful. He did. And this is this is what I'm getting at. So there was two before half time. We've missed the penalty. There's three. Garrity's added three over the bar. Smithy's added two over the bar. We've had one cleared off the line by an hand. It it could have been five or six. It's not that we weren't creating chances yesterday. And this is the thing that's pissing me off online, is that everyone's acting as if we were shit yesterday. And we weren't. We were just shit at finishing. And there's a difference. I think the difference is though, if we Massey takes his chance because he's the first one you mentioned. So I'm taking that was before Funzo. Accrington don't play like that. Well, well, they were playing like that from the beginning. They probably do play like that to keep keep it down. They can't afford to get tanked five nil at that point. Yeah, but at one nil, they're thinking we need something out of this game. Mm, well, I I I just I I I, make, I think you make that sound like we battered them a lot more than we did. I thought we, we were poor. Last night, I really. I'm not but we were we were by no means poor. We, we were, were we we were, we were poor average. for me because uh, it just nothing nothing was like clicking. Ben Garrity was having to run around like a dog with two dicks and cover everything. They, do you not do you not think it's mentally saying nothing was clicking yet? We should have had five goals then. But that probably comes down to the fact that they got their sixth and seventh choice centre half played. And we we should have had se- we shouldn't have had seven goals. We didn't have seven goals. We didn't put our chances away. We didn't really. I mean, there was a couple of half chances. The Smithy one, he should have he should have hit the target. Necess- he's climbing over the top of him. Necessarily should he score? Maybe, maybe not. Um, Garrity, a couple again where he was, you know, they were he was leaning, getting up. They were difficult headers. Um, but there was there was a complete like how many times did we just clip it over the top and the keeper just came and collected it or their centre halves just took control? We gave the ball away so fucking cheaply last night all across the pitch, and we've got to tighten that up because that how many times have we passed it out from the back and give it away in the last five six games? Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, Steve Stevens was woeful. It's not just Stevens. I mean, across the, the back three and Funzo and I think Funzo and Conlon were guilty of it as well last night. You know, we've, I, 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 I think we've got to really, we've got to start holding people accountable and just say, ah, well, yeah, we, you know, we, we put six over the bar, so we could have won six one. We haven't. <laughs> we've got to start, you know, how many games do you see where you win 5-1 and you've created six chances? Very rare. When you win five one, you tend to create 20, 21 chances. So in order to win two one, we've got to create six because we're going to miss them. We're going to miss chances because players aren't good enough to finish them. You heard me say I thought we were okay at best, and I agree what you're saying, Johnny. We did have the chances. I think a lot of that was down to how poor the opposition were. I think if we play like that against just an average mid-table team, I think we get tonked. 
Well, I, I think I think if you, I don't I don't know what more you want. Is is the honest is the honest answer? Would we haven't we haven't played brilliantly and blown anyone away all season? So why why are we expecting it to start now? Like, it's not, not blow people away. It's a, it's a have an have an idea of what we're doing, a game plan. We haven't we haven't got a we haven't there's there's nothing that sticks out to me that says fucking hell we're working on that. That's that's you know we haven't got two fit strikers. So I tell you what we'll do instead is we'll do this. We're just trying to still play the same way we would. Meepo's about as useful as a bag of fucking wind. Well, yeah. The, the, uh, we that, that. That, killed, that killed us a little bit when, obviously, Prox went off. He did kill us, and obviously we all understand why the sub was made. Oh, God, yeah. But that I'd did kill us. I'd involved again Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, that did kill us. And again, Jamie Proctor was nowhere near the Jamie Proctor we know and love. However, just having a focal point on up front yeah, that was... could put his body in the way and that helped massively. There was a couple of flick-ons and whatnot, but a lot of the time he was flicking on to nobody because... Massey was standing 25 yards away from him, swinging his arms, not really knowing whether he was going for a walk or playing a match. Yeah. Well, we can get on to players when we do players' ratings. And now we thought, and again, I can't really comment on players because let's start with it. That's what people have been clamouring for. That's what people are asking. Yeah, the players' ratings might be at about an hour and a half time, man. <laughs> yeah, let's get into refs, watch. More... <laughs> and by the sounds, by the, sounds of it, the players' ratings are going to be about an hour yeah, and a half. Yeah, they could be a bit tasty, these. <laughs> yeah. Well, my work's done once I've done refs, watch. I'll go bed. But, <laughs> Mum, skip forward. You don't want to listen to this. Anybody of a nervous disposition doesn't like swearing. I'm still fuming, so you don't want to listen to this. Mr. Speedy, Ref Spotch, all about you. Fuck me. I thought I got the wrong choose at Vale Park because I thought it was Valentine's Day because I don't think any of us have been fucked like that for 90 minutes before. Fucking hell fire. <laughs> From minute one to minute 90, I have got to say that is the worst refereeing performance I have ever seen in my life, 36 years on this earth. In any level of football, I include grassroots on that, cause league, PDSL, mini soccer. That is the worst referees performance I have ever seen in my life. Started from the first five minutes where he had a little gentle word with the Accrington goalie about, can you hurry up, please, mate? And still never got booked anywhere during the game. When he was talking to Accrington players, he's got his arm round him. How professional is that, Luke? This is a professional game of football. I get on a Sunday morning, if a referee's got a good rapport with both sides, he might do it. This is a professional game of football where when he's talking to Accrington players, he's got his arm around him. When he's talking to Vale players, it's like the Western Front, it's hostile. Um, where else do we go with the referee? Let's get on to the big decision, eh? Because he's completely fucked us over on that one. Those that are unsure about the ruling, you can play advantage for a red card offence. But obviously that does change the outcome. So as soon as the Accrington lad handles the ball onto the bar, it drops to Smithy within two seconds and Smithy puts the ball in the back of the net. The correct procedure there is you've played the advantage from the handball. It's a goal and you book the Accrington play and not send him off because it's no longer dog soap. So it's no longer denial of an obvious goal-scoring opportunity. It's now just handball, deliberate handball, which is a yellow card offence. So you're now booking for deliberate handball and you give the goal. Yeah, and if, if people want an example of that, 
um, that where, where they've seen it happen in the Premier League with VAR. It was last year. Um, Trent Alexander-Arnold handled it on the line against Wolves. Yeah. Um, he bounced out to the, the Wolves player and the Wolves player buried it. And exactly that. Goal-giving yellow card. Should have been a penalty in a red in, in the instance of yesterday. If, if, if you were bringing it back. But you, like you said, the rule, the war is that yeah. advantage can be played now. So Yeah, advantage can be played. And the only excuse he's got for giving the penalty and the red is that he's blown the whistle too early, which if he has, that's also fucking appalling refereeing because you aren't even waiting four or five seconds. It's literally one and a half, two seconds from the ball hitting the bar to being in the back of the net. Yeah, I'm not not getting many benefit of the doubt. They'll have have tweeted the the behind the goal view and you can hear the whistle. So I know. And the whistles after the balls at the net, which and yeah, any ref yeah. with common sense in that situation that knows how to manage a game of football will go. Do you know what? Even if I'm not sure if I've blown the whistle before it's gone over the line or after, common sense is telling me you give the goal and boot the lad. It's common sense because it's not like he's blown the whistle when the ball's on the edge of the box and it's taken four or five seconds for someone shoot and score. It's literally instantaneous. So nobody, if he'd have said. I blew it after the ball went over the line when John Coleman was bloody moaning. It could have got away with that. Because common sense actually knows open goal is put it in. I blew once the ball at the net because I was telling your player to come over to me to give me the yellow to give him the yellow card. Because if then they say, Well, why did you blow? Because refs never blow when the ball goes over the line anymore. They used to, they don't anymore. Only referees will have noticed this, but I'm going to give you a little very brief refereeing tutorial when you learn to referee and it's fucking common sense you run diagonals it's actually more of an s shape but you call them diagonals so you've got your linesman on one corner flag and the other corner flag and you run the opposite corner flag to corner flag rationale being that when you're in whichever half your eye contact is with your linesman and you can see what your linesman's doing, you know. And between you, your linesman's covering the closer side of the pitch to him and you're covering the other side of the pitch. So you've got eyes all over the pitch. Because I was following the ref last night, the amount of times where he was stood with his back to his liner, in his liner's quarter of the pitch, if you want to call it, was fucking appalling. Now, someone wouldn't go from level seven to level six with that sort of movement, which is basically your Sunday league. Someone would not get promoted if they could not run diagonals. The referee last night couldn't even run diagonals. I have never seen a performance like it in my life. The linesman in front of the paddock in the second half, Johnny, you'd have seen it. That knobhead up front for Accrington, that Presley. At one point, Donnelly's got his arms out. Presley's got his shirt scrunched up, pulled up to his tits. And you can see Donnelly's belly his shirt's up that far. It's two yards in front of the liner. It wasn't, no, you're giving him credit there. It wasn't two yards in front of him. It was on his toes. There was, yeah. there was one of them where the liner was literally stood right next to it and just did nothing about it. There was three or four times where he held his flag in his left hand to give a throw in against us, and the ref actually gave it to us, and he reluctantly gave it our way. Yeah. The, and one of them, the, the ball had completely changed direction. It wasn't even a slight touch. The ball had yeah. completely changed. So that was fucking appalling. Um, what else have we got? There's that much. I'm going, Josh Green sent me a video over just before we started, and 
there's a moment where Waddle goes down on the edge of the box with a shove in the back. The ref gives nothing. And literally four seconds later, an Accrington player goes down in exactly the same situation. He blows straight away, gives it. And you can't get any more biased on one side of that. And God bless Tony, Josh, because I know before I got home last night, he'd have been ringing me about that refereeing performance. And if you're up there looking down on us, Tony, send us a good ref because we're due one. Um, where I'll stick up for the ref, you lot in the group chat last night were talking about the penalty against us. I haven't seen it yet on tally. My instinct in the ground was penalty. I think he got that right. I haven't seen it back. What it looked like to me is the Accrington lad got his leg in front of the ball before Funzo, and Funzo kicks the back of his leg. Could be wrong, but from in the ground, that's what it looked like. Um, we haven't even gone on to the time wasting properly, have we? And I've seen no, someone. But... On the, on the penalty one as well. Yeah, on on that on the penalty point there theirs, I think it was soft. He's brought That's it. Yeah, I think it was soft, and I think it's a penalty if the other two down the other end are. Yeah, we haven't got onto them yet, and to be no, honest, and- their penalties anyway. Forget about if. They've got one. They are penalties because both of them, the actions of players have gone straight through the back of Garrity and Pep, respectively. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% serious on the Garrity one. I'll be oh, honest I, with you. I thought the Pep one was less than the Garrity one. I thought the, the, well, two, this... the two we should have had were the Massey and the Garrity. Fair. But, yeah. yeah there was this... that many. And I've never yeah. heard a crowd before saying, can we sub the referee? That's the first time I've ever heard that song, and that tells you how bad he was in unison. And for the Accrington manager to come out and mention how bad the ref was when he's given them fucking everything, including their half-time cup of tea. What the fuck? That tells you how bad he was. I mean, I'm sure he got a lift home on their coach. Convinced of it. He is a scouser, isn't he? Yeah, I'm convinced of it, because there's no... As a referee, the worst thing you can ever say to a referee on a pitch, and you'll know this, Johnny, from when I've refed you and you've been on the pitch with me, the worst thing you can call a referee is a cheat. And I would never, ever call a referee a cheat. Every referee goes out on that pitch to ref a game how they see it at that time. Now, do referees have bad games? Of course they do. Do referees get decisions wrong? Of course they do. That referee last night was a cheat. So, after your rant, Bez, let me ask you a question. And I think I've asked you this about three or four times before um, Go on, hopefully I've given the same answer yeah well it, it, it's usually after making one cock up do you look at evening it out Darren is his name no Benjamin Speedy wasn't it no Ben um, yeah he was the referee for Port Vale 3 Accrington whatever in the FA Cup last year where 5-1 said, wanted 5-1 five five one. One. Woody one. got that trick oh yeah no Willow got that trick Willow got that trick yeah that was it so he was that he was that referee where he sent the Accrington lad off and it probably wasn't a red card from the replay. It looked a bit like Smithy was shit I was in. And I'm pretty certain did our third go out of play? Yes. Or they certainly said it did and yeah, it looked it. Yeah, he went miles out, yeah. Yeah. yeah the, cut, so, the cutback for Willow's hat trick, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah. So I'm not obviously you you've you've called him a cheat already. So. He is absolute fucking atrocious and he needs investigating because that was corruption last night. Well, do you believe that he's just tried to even it out? Consciously, no. Consciously, he's going out on that pitch to ref a game of football 
and ref just team A v team B. Because as a referee, that's what it is. It's team A v team B. It's not Port Vale v Accrington. It's not Man United v Liverpool. It's not Man City v Tottenham. It's team A v team B and you couldn't care less. And as a referee, you have to go into the game with that mindset. Subconsciously, that's the only explanation I can have for last night's performance. Because I honestly cannot think of any other rational explanation than John Coleman's probably said to him in the tunnel. Do you remember being here last year? And I'd expect Clark to do the same if the shoe was on the other foot. I'd expect some of all players say, you know, was one today, ref. And I think that's happened, yeah. And I think subconsciously he's gone out there to even it up. But he's an absolute fucking cheat. And if we'd have recorded last night, I'd have been a lot more explosive than I have been. But I'm knackered and I've had 24 hours. But he should never ref a game of football again at any level. If you turn up on Sunday morning, anyone listening, and he is your referee, just get in the car and go home because he is not capable of refing a game of football. Don't fucking entertain him. Don't give him your 40 quid for refing a game because I'll be honest, I wouldn't let him give me 40 quid for him refing me a game. As, isn't that his first game in about three months as well? I don't think it was because I had a look at the fixtures he's had. But I did also have a look at feedback from other fans. And I know generally fans don't go on social media and go, oh, this ref was great today. This ref was great today. But you get a feel for is he the odd time where the team's lost and the game, this ref shit? Or is he pretty much every game he's refed? And it's pretty much every game he's refed. Plymouth fans, I think he had them early in the season against Exeter, absolutely slating him. He did some conference playoffs last year. Both sets of fans absolutely slating him. And it turns out it's the referee who Annie McCurdy went in the room and trashed. Annie McCurdy's just gone up in my estimation. Yeah, maybe Harry was right on this one. Don't say that very often. And in all fairness, um, if you he's look reffed, at He's refed all season. Refed, yeah. he, had, he had a month off uh, from the end of November to Boxing Day. Wasn't yeah, that when he was that, his, last, his last game was Colchester Barrow Saturday. It wasn't that when he was suspended, though. What was he suspended for? Well, somebody, somebody's, some, somebody posted that he'd been investigated for social media posts. Oh, wasn't know. it John Coleman loving social media posts? Was it or Nackrington loving or Andy Alt loving? It just said personal. It just said something along the lines of personal Facebook. So there is there is one interesting bit. So that's tw- he's left twenty three games this season, uh, a mixture between League One, League Two, EFL Cup. Uh, football League Trophy and the FA Cup. He's shown four red cards and 98 yellow cards. Which I thought was quite high. I mean, it's, it's an average of 4.2 a game. But there is there is a couple of games in there. There's he went through a he went through a patch in August. He did Mansfield Wimbledon, six yellow cards, one red card. Oxford Morecambe, six yellow cards. Cambridge Burton, seven yellow cards, one red card. Swindon nil, Palace under 21s, two. Six yellow cards, one red card. He reft us at home to Shrewsbury, five yellow cards. So it's, you know, it's seven yellow, seven or six or seven yellow cards isn't uh, an abnormal game for him. But it wasn't even a dirty game. I mean, within the first five minutes, the most dirty got is two were all lads to knocks to the head which he never stopped the game for. And he never booked him. In the end, he gave a foul reluctantly, but never booked him. Oh, and that one as well. Was that last night? Because I'm losing fucking track. Where the goalie 
kicked the ball upfield, did a forward roll three times, looked at the referee, started rolling round, and the ref then blew and gave a free kick. It was, it was last night, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely fucking atrocious. Gavin Massey was nowhere near him. Massey never got near him all fucking night, in all fairness. But Massey was nowhere near him. He's kicked the ball up the field, looked at the ref. The ref has watched it, turned away to follow the ball because he's like, yeah, there's nothing there. Turns around, sees the goalie rolling round and then blows and gives a foul because he's rolling on the floor. What had happened at the pitch fucking eating, which it wouldn't surprise me with our pitch. But what's he give a foul there for? The Meepo think, one. The only thing Meepo did do, if you remember it, I'm sure it was Meepo, where their lads got both arms round. It was either on the edge of the box or in the box. Pulls him to the ground and the ref gives them a free kick for it. Oh, I thought that was Massey. Could have been Massey. Could have yeah, been I think Massey. that was Massey. Because he Massey. pinned him. He pinned him as well, hadn't he? And, he yeah. had, and the defender started to roll and he rolled him to the floor. And for some reason, he thought, uh, how he come to the conclusion... That the Vale lad would be able to manoeuvre the centre half who was behind him around and down. I don't know. No. It was honestly, it's the most bizarre one sided refereeing performance I've ever seen. I just don't, and like I say, you don't call a referee a cheat because that is the worst thing you can call him. You can call him the other C word before you can call him that. But that Speedy was an absolute cheat. And he does need investigating because that smells of corruption, that performance. Smells of corruption. Not stinks. <laughs> Not stinks, it merely smells. Smells. <laughs> is there a pong? There's a pong in the air of corruption. <laughs> there is. It smells of it. Because he fucks us for 90 minutes and it stinks. I've got it. I don't know what else to say about him. It was just he should never referee a game of football again. Tom, if you went and laid a carpet as bad as he ref that game of football, you'd be redundant. Your dad, your own dad, would say, "Fuck off, son. You're never working for me again." Your own dad. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's quite difficult to compare laying a carpet to refereeing a football match. Um, but yeah, if 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 anybody else in any job in any walk of life was that incompetent at their job, they would never do it again. But saying that, there isn't many other jobs in the world where when you clock off at five o'clock, you get booed out the door. <laughs> no, he, <laughs> and, and get honest, called a wanker from a great height by other people. He was that bad, and I do not condone this. This is not me condoning it. He's that bad. I am surprised that someone didn't run on the pitch to him last night because he was that bad. He was infuriating, and I think that's where, you, where you're saying with that, like, it, sometimes there is always someone who it does tip over the edge a little bit, and we, we don't condone that at all, obviously. We don't condone it at all, but it went through my head. <laughs> um, it honestly went through my head to run on the pitch and say, look, I'm a qualified referee, can you explain this to me? Because you haven't got a fucking clue about the laws of the game. Well, what I will say, when we... Um, when we walked back around to the car park after it was just as the, some of the Accrington players were coming out uh, and they walked past and uh, I think my dad had a little joke with them and said, oh, watch your step here, lads, I'll see will go down. And they and they laughed and they just gave it the, ah, ah and pretended to like hit the floor. And they could they knew they were going to get it if they did it. If You know, it was almost there. Uh, if you shout the loudest, remember it's Sunday football, it, if you shout, yeah. lads, he'll give it you. 
Yeah, if you scream, he'll give you. Yeah. yeah. And it's and, almost like that was the case, and that shouldn't be the fucking case in League One football. No, you needed a strong ref last night. You needed someone like the ref who ref does at Derby away, and he booked all players that went, you know what, you're taking the piss, here's your yellow card, carry on, and I'll just keep dishing your yellow cards out. They're too few and far between, that's the problem. Yeah, something needs to happen because it's ruining the game of football. It's ruining the game of football. Referees need the support, though, with that, don't they? Yeah, they do. Because you're guaranteed that a ref ref does it. And do you remember the about, well, it was probably about 10 years ago now, when Stoke were in the Premier League, and they clamped down on the pulling and stuff in the box... And yeah. he gave four or five penalties at the start of the season. And then they yeah. just forgot about it and stopped doing it. Yeah. I think that's the big problem, stuff like that happening. Like, think, think back to the start of this season. The start of this season, they told referees, when players feel a slight touch and throw themselves to the ground and grab the ball, that's not a foul to them. That's a foul the other way for handball. Which the Cheltenham referee did. Yeah. What and, I will also say on this as well is, I think you will start to see more consistency if they stop dicking around with the rules at the end of every season. Yeah, I agree. Because you're coming in, you're going to a pre-season game and they give you something and you're going, what the fuck's he give that for? And then all of a sudden, someone, three people up goes, oh, no, they've changed the rule on that now. It's, it's It was this for the last 10 years and now they've tweaked it last year and now they've tweaked it again this year. And so it's almost like a lot of fans are getting on referees' backs some of the time saying, oh, he's shit, he's giving this. But some a lot of the time, what he's giving is probably correct by the laws of the game. But the laws of the games are changing that much that fans can't keep up with it. Yeah, I agree with that. And the one that I did hear a lot shouting last night is when an Accrington striker was stood offside, the ball had come long and actually just stand still and not go towards the ball. And people are screaming at the line, he's offside, he's offside. If he stands still and doesn't go towards the ball, he's not offside. Bloody him up. Oh. Leeds have gone two 0 up against United. Um, yeah. it, it infuriates me when they're offside, but they're almost. It, it's difficult. Say he's coming back onside, but Smithy has to head it out or something. Do you know what I mean? He's not going to yes. flag until he touches it, but we can't yeah. afford to let it bounce. But no. And that's one that they changed this year that I don't agree with. If Smithy then edits it and he's gone to play the ball and he takes him and goes through to the striker who stood offside, he's now onside because Smithy's played the ball. Yet Smithy wouldn't even try to play the ball if he wasn't stood there. It's a break for off the leaves are, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a, And Josh Green has messaged me as well. He's got the stats for how much the ball was in play last night. I saw someone saying they timed the first half at 19 minutes. Well, less than 90 minutes. In total, for the entire 90 minutes, the ball was in play for 46 minutes. So, Accrington have managed to kill one half of that game. And the referee let them. And let's move on from him because I'm just going to get even more wound up. And I was probably a bit more subdued than people expected there, I think. But had it been last night, I'd have probably been... Yeah, off the scale. I really don't think you were. Don't you? No. I really That's don't. All right. I don't want to disappoint our adoring public. No, I think I think everyone's got what they wanted from Ref Watch there. Um including a dog shit or two. Dog shit or two. And let's hope your Valentine's Day is as good as that. 
Yeah. What That's a dog it. shit. No, being fucked <laughs> for 90 minutes. Ah, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> I've not managed it in my 30 years up to now. So <laughs> I can't see it changing next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Are you bringing the missus down anyway? Now it's free. Uh, no. <laughs> I'd rather stick pineapples up my arse, if I'm honest, <laughs> than have a go. Why is he wearing black in the middle? What makes him dead special? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Let's stop talking about him wearing black because he thought he was fucking special last night. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Let, let, go on, let's move on to the players' ratings then. Um, shall we, or shall we just leave it there? No, Goodwin, shout at me. Goodwin, shout <laughs> at me instead. I'm getting bad. Fuck them. I'm still pissed <laughs> off at Speedy. Fuck the lot of them. Um, right, Johnny, I'm trying to find what you sent me. Right, before kick-off, you said, not that prick reffing. <laughs> no, you didn't. You didn't. But you probably will next time that you see Speedy's reffiness. Um, I wish he had said, oh, what a great game this referee had last time out for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that would have been quite funny, wouldn't it? But no, it was short and sweet. It was, what's a Jamie Proctor? Good 11, back to 3-5-2 from, uh, back to 3-5-2 formation on paper. It's getting back to full strength. And then I texted you and said, score prediction after seeing the 11. And you said 2-0 Vale. Yeah. I just wanted to know if your score prediction had changed after seeing the 11, if you were more optimistic knowing that Proctor had made the start in the 11. Yeah, I think, like, I, like obviously a little, little bit of a joke. We've not seen Jamie in the starting 11, and it was nice seeing back. The 11's what it was. But against them, I would have preferred Forrester, right centre off, than Smithy. Um, right, so, yeah, it, it was. An all right 11, wasn't it? We're still missing two very key key components of it. And I'm not 100% sold on what the best midfield three is either. But No, I'm not, in all fairness. It's getting there. I think it's an 11 where if you have got, if you have had a full strength side and you put that 11 out, you go, oh, Frig, what's wrong? Because we haven't. But yeah, that's the thing. Because we've been in a worse situation than that, it's almost like a, oh shit, yes, we're playing a striker. And then yeah. automatically your head goes, but he gets that trick today. <laughs> I stuck a five on him, get a brace. Yeah. <laughs> what happened, was it? No. If he had it done, the ref would have ruled it out for summit. I'll be honest, I think uh, I was right behind Wazers when it went in. And automatically, just instant, I just looked at the ref as if to say, you can't possibly come up with anything that's that's wrong for that. Yeah, but it wouldn't have surprised you if he had. No. Really wouldn't. We'll try and not talk about him for the rest of this pod. Right, let's talk about Accrington briefly, Johnny. And then we'll get into Clark and his ratings. You've stuck up for them a little bit because they were atrocious last night and that's... I don't enjoy watching. I, I can fully understand why they only take less than 100 fans away. Ten pot club and performances like that. They did what they needed to do. Going into their individual players, their goalie was a complete and utter shit out, Jensen. Good keeper, though. 
I was just about to say I wouldn't mind signing him in the summer. Yeah. Commanded his for, for I think he's is he 19, 20, something like that? He's on loan from Burnley and he yeah. I checked he's no relation to the Beast Brian. No, he's not. We I think I can't remember where we were now. Yeah, but I we've was, had this discussion before, haven't yeah. we? I think was it when we went um I think it might have been Cambridge away, you know. Could have been. I think we I think we had the discussion there, but yeah, he's twenty three years. Yeah, he's good age for a keeper as well. Yeah. Right. Uh, do you know what? He, he he commanded his area well. He come off his area well. He caught every corner that we put in into his hands because we played everyone into the six yard box pretty much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he looks a very solid keeper. And he loves he loves a bit of shit outery, so he ticks every one of our boxes, and he can kick a ball. Wow, yeah. I thought his kicking was a little bit off. I'll be honest. It was it, it, it was off, but at least it was off in the opposition there. Off, wasn't it? Not. I don't know. He sliced the fair right his hands for me. Yeah, but they all made the halfway line. The best yeah. the best kick he did for me was. The one he was complaining about the most when Jamie Proctor was stood in front of him, and it almost like he tried to kick it and hamper himself so he'd get a free kick, and he kicked it about ninety yards up the bloody pitch. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think it's time for us looking the way he treated our pitch for that one he sliced out. Yeah, well, had a proper essay fit then, didn't he? But yeah, he's the one Accrington player that did stand out for me, and I thought he's a great goalie. And I'll be honest, when we got the penalty, I said to me dad. Don't fancy Butterworth here. And he said, but who would you have taken? I says, none of the 11. I fancy the goal to save this. Well, on on the note, I've got to say two things about the penalty. You've got to commend Butterworth for having the bollocks to stand up and take it. Yeah, agree. Because I've seen a lot of people slating him and saying, why is someone not taking, why is someone like Butterworth taking it devoid of confidence and, and whatnot? And agree. You've also got to question what, Pet, Worrell are doing. Both are on the pitch. Both have taken high-pressure penalties in the playoffs and scored them very well. Malbenning as well, maybe. There's, there's there's three people that have taken penalties, scored them very well in high-pressure situations. I'd argue Pet's probably taken more than that one penalty in his career. Pet, that why was the one left, for me, yeah. Why have we left it to Butterworth? In, in all fairness, I thought he struck it well enough, but it was a good height for a six foot eight goalie. I think yeah, I, I said exactly the same on Twitter, and I think the fact that he is six foot eight probably means that with the power he puts behind it, does your average six foot goalkeeper get there? Possibly not. I, I think I think if you look it back, the keeper tucks his arms and save it. Oh, does he? I yeah. To be fair, I haven't actually seen it back. It just looked. From where I was, like a bloody good save. He, he looks, he tucks his arms, and if you look at um, Rob's post, Rob. Rob Irving on Twitter, who's posted the side view because they thought he was off his line, and ah, he, yeah. he, was, he was when he jumps, but he starts behind behind his line like he should. Just someone's posted a view from like the by cars, and it, the keeper looks like he, he he doesn't make himself massive. It looks like he tucks his arms in for me. So just watching the video now. Yeah. See what you think. Yeah. Here's a closer look. But yeah, enough on him. But last time I said 
I'd love sign a player oh, no. Jones to Cadigat, so yeah, I'd love signing. Yeah, fair enough. He has got his hands pretty tucked in, hasn't he? Yeah. And that that that, that was my thoughts on like I just I, I don't mind Butterworth stepping up and I wouldn't I wouldn't begrudge him stepping up for the next one. But I, I do think the rest of the squad have got to look at themselves and think, well, why is Dan Butterworth taking that? And it might be because in training for the past six weeks, he's banged every single one of them in. But I said this. Imagine if he hasn't missed a training for since he came. Well, I'll tell you why he's not missed in training. Jack Stevens has got this amazing technique to make himself smaller when to try and save a penalty. Took the words out of my mouth. I'd fancy myself a pen- having a penalty against him. Because if he if he, if he's he's dived the right way the last two penalties and got nowhere near it. I I thought theirs was a decent pen last night, to be fair. It... But again, for me, <laughs> wait to see which way the ball's gone and then dived. Yeah, that that I mean that's frustrating. Um with any there's the there's a, a handful of I'd say you have to kind of suit the penalty taker to be able to do that. Someone who's not going to absolutely you, you know you can't do that against Graham Alexander. I mean you stand down the middle for Graham Alexander nine times out of ten because oh, yeah. But like if they're hitting it with power, you cannot stand up and then go whichever way the ball goes. You aren't getting there. No. Look at that, Jensen. He picked his way and just threw himself mm. that way, saying, I'm going to cover as much of this side of the goal as possible. If you go this way, I've got a chance of saving it. Yeah. If you go the other way, you've sent me the wrong way, fair enough. Yeah, with, with a keeper that size, for me, you kick it down the middle anyway. Mm. Like, 99% of the time, I'd, I'd be putting a penalty down the middle. And the only, the, the only time I'd be considering different is, is in a shootout when, obviously... Once the first two or three have gone down the middle, the keeper's going to take his chance and stand still, isn't he? But no keeper worth his salt standing still on a penalty. No, but we'll get into the goal in a minute. Let's, it's half nine and we haven't even got him to the ratings yet. Daryl Clark, what's your rating? Oh, ref's rating, by the way, was minus 10. Daryl Clark, what's your rating? Clark, Clark is... Subs killed us again. Again, subs killed us. One enforced... In, in the Proctor sub. So I don't really know what you do other than bring bring Meepo on in that situation. It's it's a difficult one. Um the Benning sub was confusing because why Rory Holden? Is it because he's left footed and it kind of it suits? I don't know. But that that was confusing. Um I can see the pet the pet for Conlon change, I, I I get that. I don't really think I don't really think it did a lot for us in terms of don't don't think it did any damage. Um, Butterworth coming on, like I, I'm contemplating emailing the club to see if we can change sponsorship to someone else. Um, we seem to have this curse on people. Because since 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 we we sponsored him, he's gone he's gone try, funny. See if we can swap it to me, but we can't get much worse. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like the, 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 them subs, the subs the subs hurt, and they really. I'll be honest, hurt. the Rory Alden. My answer to that is he wanted change formation and get someone else on. We didn't change formation. We didn't change formation. He put Rory Alden left wing back. Mm. That was that was the frustrating bit. I just think he wanted. 
as many attacking players on the pitch as he could. But the yeah. problem, the problem I've got with what he did though, was Mal Benning is going to know how to attack from that position more than Rory Holden is. Yeah, and I'm still yet to see Rory Holden go past someone. Ever, I just ever. So for me, I would have brought Sammy on if you're doing that. Yeah. Uh, but I did I did say to uh, the bloke next to me, I thought, if you bought Sammy on, I think he'd have got straight, straight sent off. Oh, yeah, but that would have been hilarious because he was... <laughs> he'd like, have full on either twatted somebody on their side or the referee. Yeah, which that would have been whole, whole, wholeheartedly fine. I would have paid his fine. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's going to go fund me, pay the fine. But yeah, It's only 25 quid. <laughs> so if you twat the ref, you're going to get a much bigger fine than that. <laughs> True. <laughs> but yeah, like it's a it's it's a five for Clarky. I think he's picked the eleven that the majority of us with with what was about would have picked. Um, I think if you knew all the fit players beforehand, my only change would have been Forrester for Connolly Donnelly. Even would yeah, I need to get his name right one one time. Connolly Donnelly. Connolly Donnelly. <laughs> I think my only change would have been Forrester for Donnelly. Um, I don't really think I would have done anything else different. Would you have then played Forrester right centre-back, Smith centre-half? Yes. Jones left centre-back? Yeah. See, I would have been inclined to put Jones the left side and put Forrester in the middle. Just to get Forrester out of this horrible patch he's in. Yeah, going on right, right centre back, and us conceding two goals a game. I'll be honest. If Donnelly can play left wing back, I want to have a look at it. Yeah, Miles an awkward one, but yeah, I just think I say that that's it. That's the only thing I would have done differently than what Clarkie had done, and probably obviously don't know why, but I would have Dennis on the bench uh, over Holden. Yeah, I don't know what. Was that tactical? I don't know. Shite. That's why. Yeah. I know. I know you're not his biggest fan, Tom, but I'm sure you would have preferred Dennis coming on at left wing back then than Holden. But uh, neither of them done anything. Sir. They did exactly the same substitution for me. Both don't bring anything to the game at all. No. I can't get excited about Dennis politics taking a man on 80 yards from goal and then standing on the ball. That's. <laughs> <laughs> But equally, I can't get excited about Rory Holden having the ball 20 yards from goal and not taking a man on. And not throwing a ball in the box. Yeah, yeah, not doing sweet bugger all with it. Yeah, it's frustrating. But yeah, Clark, it wasn't, wasn't brilliant. But no. hopefully, and obviously we're going to do a quick Shrewsbury preview in a moment, but hopefully we're, we're, we're on the way back in terms of player players and personnel yeah and we've been recording over an hour now so I just want a number off you sound let's go for it in goal Jack Stevens. four five Tom five <laughs> right no go on we'll have to give more than that won't we <laughs> yeah. uh, average that. average game for Jack for me didn't I didn't think he could do a lot with a penalty uh, and that that's that See, I just, I just feel he makes himself smaller, smaller for the penalty. And when you look at the two keepers, he didn't command his area anywhere near as well. And the other boy was a foot taller, man. <laughs> you, you're a goal. You put your hands up. You're a foot taller than anyone. So was Thomas Oldley. 
Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't, doesn't mean he's right, but he just doesn't command his area for me. They were putting balls into the six-yard box and he wasn't coming and punching and relieving pressure. He just, yeah. You know I don't like him. He's... <laughs> He's unlucky. He was unlucky that the, the line had put his flag up in the first half because he made an absolute world of a save. We don't count because he's offside. So. Yes, he did, to be fair. He did. Um, right, Tom, right centre back, Smudge. Uh, five. Wasn't really a great performance. Wasn't really. Uh, yeah, yeah, five for me. No one's going to get particularly high, I'll be honest. Johnny? Uh, f- yeah, five for Smithy as well. I think the defence as a whole unit didn't cover themselves in glory. Um, but, yeah, he, he should have done better with with the header. He, he obviously should have had a goal to his name, but we know we know what happened there. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. It was defensively, wasn't didn't have a lot to do. Offensively, he's just he's shit on the ball, isn't he? Yeah. Centre Johnny was Jones. Five for Jonesy. Um, a couple of Hollywood balls towards the end that everyone was getting excited about because he was raking him seventy yards to to Waz's feet and then Rory Olden's feet after that. But until then, most of his passing was a bit. Ski with, and then like you like Tom's alluded to earlier. If it was if it if it was in the vicinity of a man, it was clipped down a line and not really to anyone. And that's not solely Jones's fault, but yeah, he's just the victim of not having Harrison up there really. That's that, that's going to break a neck to get on the end of every pass, so it makes an average pass look decent. Tom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same again. There was like Johnny was said, the the couple of crossfield balls he he did play were were brilliant. Um there was just one time it really I think it would have been about the eighty ninth, ninetieth minute, and he got the ball and he tried to play into Holden, but Donnelly was on in acres of space and then ended up cupping it short and I think Holden went for the header with their lad and he gave away a free kick. And you think, Well, hold on, just give it 15 yards instead. You haven't got to knock it 50 yards. Give it 15 yards. Let's keep it. He hasn't got a man on him. Um, so yeah, that was the that was the only that was the only thing with that. But yeah, five again. Yeah, fair enough. And Tom left was Donnelly. Four. I thought he was poor last night. His distribution seemed to have gone a bit wayward. Uh, don't know whether it's uh, a couple of games of getting used to the pitch. Obviously. Even from an under twenty three's perspective at at Forest, he's going to be playing on a damn sight better pitch than that. Uh, and obviously Cheltenham's wasn't a bad pitch. Um so that might that might show up a bit more weekend Shrewsbury if he stays in the team and has a balter. Um, and you know, when he starts playing football, then we might know that the pitch isn't really suiting him. But you know, gotta play on it. So needs to figure out a way how he's gonna play on it. But yeah, four yeah. last night. Johnny. You've just been asking for people past through him. You just said his distribution shit. Why Dan Jones? No, no, I was I was asking like because he yeah, but there's asking I trust someone to give someone the ball. 
But how many times did he kick it out last night? Or just, just clip the line because he was shitting himself. When you're in 25 yards of space, I expect anybody who's a who's on a thousand pound a week to be able to play a bloody pass. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think I, I'm not quite, not quite in the four ratings. I think it was five. I don't think it was any worse than the other two. Um, but yeah, I just thought the defense as a whole, whilst dealt with their their lads quite well, when we got it back, we just wasted it too much. Yeah. Fair enough. And then it's you first, Johnny. Moving on to the right of midfield, goal scorer Dave Waddle. Are you giving him the goal? It was on target. I haven't seen it back. To be fair, did it not go directly? No, 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 no. Massive deflection. Massive deflection. But it was going straight down the keeper's throat. But the keeper was just getting up, so I have no idea what it would have. I think as long as he's going on target, he gets yeah. it done too. Yeah, it was. So yeah. It's taken a match. Warrell really infuriated me um, in the first half because he did that interview saying he needs more goals, he, he needs better service, like giving better service and stuff like that. And then he takes a free kick and clips one at the at the smallest player on the head uh, on on the pitch's head. And I was like, oh, man, cheers, Dave. And then about 10 minutes later, it was exactly the same thing again. And I'm just like, why can't we put a ball into the box and beat the first man? Like, what, what is it about? I don't know if you remember, about 20 years ago, we signed about seven players on the bounce that came to us with a reputation of being good set-piece takers. And then they just crippled it at our place. And I don't know why why do we destroy people? Like, what is it about us that means that like somebody that's Warrell's delivery when the ball's in play is brilliant? But from from the set play, his corners were all floated into the keeper's hands and he hit the first man on two of his free kicks. And it's just so frustrating. But that's one side of his game. The other side of his game is is your bloody energizer bunny and he's up and down. He was creating, he was getting in amongst it. And it, overall he had a yeah, he had a solid game, didn't he? So yeah, it was it was a get to seven. Um solid solid game. Would have been higher if he if if he wasn't like, like if the free kicks in the corners were better. But he's, he's yeah, he probably yeah. One of the best on the pitch. Maybe it's the pitch why no one can take a set piece. Although the I'm opposition not. always seem to be able to take them. Yeah, I'm not having that because everyone else can take them. I've seen lads be able to take free kicks on mud, mud baths on a Sunday morning. So, And I bet their fucking referee was better than that. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom, your thoughts on was? Uh, yeah, very similar to Johnny. He's a seven for me. Um, I thought we saw him higher up the pitch than we have done quite a bit, especially second half yesterday. Uh, we could do with that a little bit more. Um, and I do think eventually the crosses, you know, someone will get on the end of the crosses. I felt like there was a couple yesterday that would, would either, the runs were a second too late or a second too early. Um They'll come with strikers with a bit more experience. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, 
decent game from Waddle, uh, but you know we still need. I think he's coming to terms with now that he's he has to keep the ball at his feet. He can't run beyond anymore. Um, so he has to use that close control and that ability to dig the ball out and get a cross in. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was. Yeah, that's fair. And Tom, you get first dibs on the left side was Mal Benny. Uh, he's in a bad patch for me. Uh, it's almost a mirror image of mid-season last season. I think he went out the side for seven or eight weeks, did he? It completely, I, I think there was, there was, he was out the side for that long. There was rumours that he was shagging Clark, Clarky's wife or whatever. Um, but it's, it, it, something isn't right with Mel. And I don't, again, and I don't want to keep going back to the pitch. Is it, is it so difficult to get the ball out of your feet? I don't know. I haven't been on it when it's looked like that. Um, I just want, I just want to grab him and just say, what, what is it that's wrong? Why are you not, why are you not as high up? Why, when you get the ball, why are you panicking? More than you have done for the first 15 games of the season. I don't know whether it's a tactical change we've done or what, but it, it, it's something he needs to book his ideas up. But the problem is we haven't got another left wing back in the side for me because I don't think Donald is a left wing back up to now. Yeah. Johnny? Yeah, it's, it's a four for Mal. I think just. Some, some, like Tom just said, something's not working. Um, I, what frustrates me about him is that the effort's there. Do you know what I mean? He never stops running. He's always putting it in. He's, he's getting in the right places. He just when he gets there, he just does something stupid most of the time. And it's it's it, it's odd. He put a couple of half decent balls in in the first half that were a bit speculative, but. He seems to slow it down a hell of a lot again. And I don't know why. Like it's probably as the pitch, but we can't just keep saying that. We we need to start training on it if it's if it's that bad. Yeah, agree. Then we went back to three in midfield. So with you first, Johnny Funzo. All right, performance from Funzo. Again, seems seems very erratic when he's on a yellow card, doesn't he? Um, he got he got booked early doors for probably probably was right. Um, I, think, ref, I was gonna say I think the ref did two things right all, all game, and that was both of our bookings in the first half. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he, he he then seems to carry on like he, he doesn't feel like he's got that filter of I need to stop kicking people. Um, surprised the referee didn't send him off because he he did give him half a chance to. Um, but he was taking the ball off off the defenders and cocking it up a couple of times, and it was just it it just wasn't it wasn't vintage Funzo, was it? Tom, yeah, give no. a rating just for goodness. Oh yeah, uh, a six for Funzo, but. Yeah, I'd agree with the six. Uh, I, I actually thought he didn't have the best first off, but I actually thought he started to get into it a little bit more just before he got taken off. 
Uh, I understand why he got taken off. He was on a yellow card. He's that's only his third, third or fourth game back, is it? Um, but yeah, I felt like he was just starting to. He got a few more touches on the balls. He looked, he looks like he's starting to come into it. Um, but now I, I, another performance to build on for Fonzo. I don't think he's had a bad game per se as he's come back yet. So. Yeah, and then Tom. Tom Conlon was back. Uh, I'm going to go with a six for Tom. Um, I thought, I thought defensively last night was the best I've seen him for a long time. Uh, he got back a couple of times, got foot in, uh, looked tidy with it. Still not at the Tom Conlon level we know he can be at. I wonder whether this injury has taken a little bit more away from him than um, than we first thought, or whether the step up in division is much higher. Um, but now I thought, you know, pretty steady. There was a couple of wayward passes, but I think there was from every single player on the pitch last night. Um, but yeah, pretty tidy without being creative. Johnny. Yeah, I think I think the position that he was he's been asked to play that deeper role again. Um, his job is to be tidy and to keep the ball, keep it ticking over. What really did confuse me, and I don't know if either of you noticed it, why was he on the right of the two? Like it baffled me. Uh, I I couldn't say I noticed, mate. If I was honest, no, I saw nothing by the referee. Yeah, I just, I just kept. He was on the right of the two, and it just baffled me whether it was <laughs> t- tactical. And then we were looking at the quick switch out to the wing backs, which we never used. But I, I thought he was decent. He, he was, kept the ball well. He, he won it well. But yeah, is it, it was, a minor change for us, but also helps maybe defensively against their lad in midfield. Yeah, possibly. You know, there could have been something where there is their their left centre midfield that is a bit more physical than maybe Tom, but Funzo would be able to cope with him. Because yeah. he a he's a shit house door, isn't he, Funzo? He's a he's a unit. Yes. Um but yeah, it could have been. I mean I it's not something I noticed if I'm honest, but Yeah, I I just noticed it because obviously like I I do pick up on the fact that he's got one foot and Yeah. It just was making me chuckle that he was on the right of the two, and I was like, "This feels like Clark. He's been listening and gone ego. This will be a laugh." But I, th- I thought Conlon was decent. I th- not and there's not much you can argue with what he did. He, it's not like he was amazing, but he, he definitely wasn't bad either. Um, nice one to ease himself back in, and hopefully the minutes will do him well. But yeah, six six overall, decent. Let's 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 see if if he's like he's going to work his way back in and keep it. Yeah, and then Johnny moving on front of the three in midfield, Ben Garrity. My man of the match, Ben. He just he, he's he's just great. He's the one that flicked the ball on for Massey that missed. He, he's got himself in goal scoring chances. He's he's he's, he's doing everything. He then was asked to go and drop and sit in again, and then he starts tanking himself around, throwing himself in, and he's the only member of our squad 
that's that, that's an horrible little shit house as well. Because when things were get, weren't going our way, everyone was just accepting it, getting back up, dusting themselves down. And Ben Garrett is screaming in the referee's ear. And we know it's going to be horrible because it's going to be Scouse. And it just, <laughs> it just it winds me the fuck up. Like, do you want to say why it started winding me up even more? Because well, of the other Thursday. Yeah, the other Thursday, when Tom Conlon turns around and says, we're nasty on the pitch. No, we're not. We're fannies. We're all, we, we, are, we are fannies. We don't, we don't do the dark arts, nothing. I know people, people hate it, and I get it. But there was a time where, in, in that game where their lad got blown on and rolled over and stayed on the ground and the referee was forced to stop it. We got we, we got poleaxed and Mal Bennings skips back up, jumps back on his feet. Yes, we were 1-0 down at the time and yes, we were looking for the win, like to get the goal back. But a bit of gamesmanship there. Like, I don't... Does, does it change what the referee's doing? I don't know, but it just... See, we're just soft and it just winds me up. Um, and I'll tell you what and does change what the referee does. And I can't remember the Funzo tackle he got booked for, which was a booking, or it was yeah. another one. We put a tackle on their player that was a foul and nothing more. And they got in all players' faces, surrounded the referee, yeah. and all 10 outfield of their players were around that incident. As you say, when we get poleaxed, even at nil-nil, we don't get involved. We walk off. No, and I, I get it. It's the right thing to do. but. It's a- but it gives you a disadvantage in modern football. When Leggy was at the club, when Popey was at the club, they'd have been involved. They'd have got stuck in. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying we bring back Leon like we bring back Tom Pope. They can't. That's not what I'm saying. So don't anyone interpret it that. But I'm saying them type of players got involved. They wanted a scrap. Yeah, we 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 do we do need we do need somebody to just and that bit and like. A couple of the lads just rally together and just be little shit houses together. Yeah. Proctor will do it, and he did do it at one point last night, but he's on his own. His teammates yeah. are like, go on, Jamie, we'll stand behind you and watch. And that's it. And it's like, I get, if, if, for example, you didn't do it and the referee was then more lenient to you and was being nicer to you and whatnot, I'd be like, do you know what? That's brilliant. Um, Like, I, I really think that that would that, be the right the right way about it because that's I'd much prefer to watch that sort of football but it, you don't get any advantage from it refs don't go do you know what these are a nice side so we, we just need not not every time but we just need to start a little bit of a scrap like just so it it causes something and maybe get someone riled up do you know what I mean like Smith Smith is good good enough at doing it in a one on one situation so, so like, why, like, just yeah, it's just the one thing that's winding me up. And like I say, I noticed it because Ben's very good at it, and he does get in the ref's ear and stuff like that. But then I think it does him a detriment because he's the only one doing it, so it's more obvious then in, in our in our side. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you, Tom. Did you have you say on Ben? I can't remember. Uh, uh, I'll be honest. No, bang on. But uh, Ben was my man of the match again. <clears throat> uh, it almost looked like the first 10 minutes or so when he was in that further forward role I saw something we haven't had in that role since Ben Garrity last played there 
uh, almost like a a willingness to run on past the strikers, a willingness to flick balls on and you know make sure there's someone beyond you, and that that's a massive part of that role. Um, but now, uh, very happy with Ben my man of the match eight. Yeah, and then on the right of the front two to start with Tom. Welcome back, Jamie Proctor. Everybody knows I love Jamie Proctor. Yeah, uh, steady start. Um, you could tell a couple of touches, a couple of flicks, a couple of chests, um, a couple of layoffs that he knows how to play with his back to goal. And we've missed that so bloody much. Um, and the the more he plays, the stronger he'll get, the more impact he'll have. Um, and the more... You've got to think, like last night, he started up front with Gavin Massey, who hasn't started a game with him yet this season. Um, obviously, it's going to be the same if Alice Harrison. It's going to be the same with Matty Taylor. James Wilson's the only one who's played with him. So it's going to take a couple of games for strikers to get to know each other's game. You know, a couple of weeks in training. Uh, but no positive start with Jamie. Six out of ten. Yep, Johnny. Yeah, can't can't argue with a six. I think it's it was nice having a striker on the pitch um, that could play with his back to goal and is is strong and sensible. But we didn't we didn't play to his strengths, and it's still the same Jamie Proctor as League Two. I, did, I felt he wasn't in the box enough. Still, but. You know that that that's obviously that's got to be tactical because that's what that's what Clark likes. But there was a couple of times and you just want you just want Proctor in the box when, especially especially with Massey, who's got the tendency to drift further out wide than a Willow would. I think, like for me, I just would have said to Jamie Proctor, just stay in the box at every every opportunity. You just stay central. Um, but again, Rusty understand the sub so. Happy days and look forward to hopefully seeing him at Shrewsbury. Yeah. Tom? I've, yeah, I've just said my um, bit. Oh, yeah. Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Gavin <laughs> Massey. He can't fault his effort. I think, but he's just, he's a utility player, isn't he? And it's odd. It's, it's odd. Very odd on Massey. Because the chance he missed, he feels like he's a confidence player. Look how good he's been after them. Do you know the goal he scored? Was it Ipswich when he scored? When he was absolute garbage in the first half. Scores just before yeah. half-time and has a blinding second half. Yeah. It's like, he, he seems to be a confidence player. And that miss seemed to just straight away kill that confidence. And he just never recovered from it. So, yeah, he's... I do feel sorry for him, but I also think that he's he's not he's going to be on a pretty penny, and it's yeah, it's one of them signings on so, paper, it's a decent signing. But yeah, it's uh, six out, no, five out of ten. Sorry, five. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm gonna go a four, um, because I still don't think. Uh, what are we? Twenty seven, twenty eight games in. Yeah. And I still don't know a player's position. Um, he's not a forward, and of what I've seen, he's not a right wing back. 
He's had his best games when he's come off the bench and played the right side of a three. Um, he doesn't... His, his first touch is shite. I've, I've praised him quite a bit the last few weeks because he's put himself about a bit. You know, he's put he's put the legs in. He's, but it almost like you either get one or the other. You either get one who's going to run around a load but can't trap a bag of wind uh, or one who won't run but has got a half-decent touch on him and might pop up with a goal. Because he seems to score when he's played shite most of the game. <laughs> um, and I think the quicker we can get him out of the side for a, you know, maybe a kick up the arse. You know, when when we if we one nil down with fifteen minutes left, bring him on and say, go on then, like go play at the front, of, go play the right side of that three, and get at him because then he looks effectual. He doesn't look effectual at all at the minute. Um, so yeah, four for me. Johnny. Yeah, he got five for me. So yeah, he did, didn't he? Yes, you getting bad at this. You switched off, aren't you? you? Yeah, you, I have. You put you put fake taxi on, ready for bedtime, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> fake fucking referee. <laughs> Johnny, anything on the subs? I know you've said earlier with Clark they were ineffective. Well, let's not even mention Mipo's name. Yeah, there's nothing really to say is that I think the the, the game changes at the minute are only changing it for the worst and. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's a bit, bit of wash at times because a couple of them are needs must ones, but yeah, it's it's not it's not going well from the bench. Yeah, Tom, any subs? Uh, nah, nothing, nothing really to comment. I thought the best thing any of the subs did was Butterworth when he went on his little run. Just, but I feel like that was more um, encouraged by the fact that he just missed a penalty. Yeah. Um, and I think like, he was really trying his level best to make up for it. Um, but no, like Johnny said at the minute, they're, they're hampering us more than they're helping us. Yeah, um, and then we're at home again next Tuesday, so bring a mate or a date. If you're a season ticket holder, you can get a free ticket for a mate or a date. If you're huh? a membership thing, 1976 membership. Buy one, get one free. Bark off. There it is. Buy one, get one free. You buy one, you get one free. I say, you buy one, you get one free. There we go. Dad jokes woke up. That was old old Reg Reg Oldsworth on the tally, wasn't it, when he was selling eight windows? Yeah. So, yeah, bring someone because the attendance last night was shite. I totally understand why it was shite, but it was shite. After Saturday's performance, I get why people would have gone, do you know what? I paid 20 quid on Saturday. Well, 24 quid. I'm not paying 24 quid again and then 24 quid again next year. So we get it. And it wasn't out by less than 100 travelling fans with the little dog. <laughs> the little dog. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, bring a friend and let's get a bit of atmosphere in Vale Park. And if they've had a free ticket, get them buy a pie in a programme. Just put a bit of money in the club. Yeah, but make sure I've had my pie first. I don't want I don't want these these, these bastards coming in on a free eating my chicken butty pie. Very true. Very I, got, true. I, got, I was happy. And what actually, I will yeah. say as well is we'll obviously Barnsley will bring a few as well. Yeah, they will. It should be a good atmosphere, and let's hope that the players turn up for it because 
we normally the players do turn up for the bigger games or they have this season, generally. Yeah, and but let's obviously... not let that stokey bastard score past us and rub it in his face again. The right, right back. Uh, yeah, Tom Edwards. Yeah, scored the wieldy in the Johnson's paint, didn't he? And he was giving his shit at their place in the league. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't want him to score. But before that, Johnny, we've got a tough game coming up on Saturday. Brought to you by Andy's Taxis. Get yourselves over to Andy PVFC's Taxis. We have. We've got Shrewsbury away. Um, just what you need when you're being shit, isn't it? The inform one of the informed teams in the league. Won the last um, five. Yeah, won the last five. Conceded two goals. Conceded uh, scored thirteen. Right. Still got that Sadie on loan from Bournemouth as well. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're doing really well at the minute. Um, so yeah, like I say, just just what you want. Um, when we've got two points from the last five, conceded eight, scored two, to go to a team like Shrewsbury that are flying at the minute. But yeah. Um, Bowman's scoring a few recently, which is again just what we wanted. They they, they don't give in, so we've got to be very careful because they were one 0 down at Forest Green and scored ninety four and ninety eight. Um, to be fair, so did we. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but but the game before against MK, they scored an eighty ninth minute winner as well. Put five past Cambridge and scored a ninety first minute there, so. Put four past Burton and scored in the 94th minute there. So, what I'm telling you is there's going to be a goal in added time in the second half. And it's the about one time they conceded one. The one thing I will say is I think it it almost, and I'm not saying it's, it's not a local derby as such, but it the spicy games normally between Vale and Shrewsbury. And I think four might not have as much to play because with a, we've got a sold out away end. You know they're going to be up for it. They might sell a decent amount of tickets. Well, they they they, they have been advertising that as yes, well. Yes, I've seen because they've advertised the fact that we've sold out, haven't they? Yeah. So they've been they've been asking their fans, and I don't see why you wouldn't. You're three points off the playoffs. Oh, well, they that close. Yeah, they're ninth. Yeah. Lots yeah. Hell. That play that place should be full. Yeah. So you know, that, that's like... what I mean. That kind of takes away from the form table a little bit. How many times have we been? You know, when we've been flying and all of a sudden someone, you know, within close proximity comes, they bring bring a few and all of a sudden the wheels fall off, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but I think, is it, you know, maybe the Bristol Rovers game last season was a bad bad shout because they were flying as well at the same time. Yeah. Um, but Shrewsbury have never forgive us for Mark Richards scoring in the 95th minute, have they? No, and I think that's why they, so. We could yeah, do it with Mark Richards. On Saturday, yeah. one like that, that you know he's going to shift out because it's after Christmas as well, so he can play. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Matty Taylor, anyone? Yeah, well, I've been Martin Saturday. Yeah, well, but yeah, I think it's it's going to be a tough one, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. It's not. It's probably on Beza Bingo. It would have been a. It would have been a. You'd you'd want to point away at Shrewsbury. Now now you see form and stuff like that. That might change, and that's why it's interesting. Like we say, do it at the start of the season, but yeah, at the start of the season, I'd have had three points down to Rackington, by the way. So we're now down to, I think, five points ahead of schedule with the games we've played. So it's dwindling. We were in double figures. Yeah, there's still time. Yeah, there's still time. There's still time. I'm anxious. I'm not worried, but I'm anxious. Yeah, um, 
I think at the end of this month, I'll I'll know how I feel. So, let, let let's let, let, let's hope we, we pick up a point or two in between there, or else yeah. I'm going to be swifting it come um, the Morecambe game. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I, I'm anxious because as I, I think I said this when we were recording, it feels like I've been recording for that long now. I don't know, but we will get a win somewhere. But at the moment, I just can't see where it's coming, and it will come. I'm sure it will, and I'm sure we'll be fine. But until it comes, I just can't see. Like I say, Shrewsbury away now doesn't scream to me of a game you're picking up points from. Barnsley at home doesn't scream to me a game you're picking up points from. Then it's Texas at home after that. Yeah, extra at home. Yeah. And then away, and then Bolton away. I want six points from extra at home and Morecambe away. Nah, we'll win the fucking lot, I reckon. Win, win all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold me to that. I'll tell you what, if we do, I'll come on after the Bolton match. Bolton one and I'll be pissed as bastard arseholes. Yeah. And me. <laughs> well yeah, so go on then. Starting eleven. What what will you go with? What would what do you think? Uh Stevens Smith this, Forrester Jones. Is this yours, Tom, or what do you think Clark will do? Uh, this is mine. One then. Because I couldn't tell you what Clark will do, the man's a mystery. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, for uh, Smith, Forrester, um, Jones, uh, and because I think these play two up front, do they? Yes, Bowman and Sadie. Yeah, so I would be inclined then for Smith to mark Bowman, Jones to pick up, say, and then Forrester can sweep. Well, they've been playing bait Tom Bayless as well up there. They've got the two, aren't they? He's a centre mid, though, isn't he? Yeah, but they've been playing him up front recently. Mm. Bowman's been injured. All right, okay. Well, either way, if still playing two up there, um, and then it'd be was a right side, and well, it's mal because we haven't got anybody else. Um, Garrity, I'm happy to stick with the Garrity Ojo Conlon. I'd be. Do you know what? I feel like Pet's been a little bit hard done by after not get. After getting dropped, um, so Conlon or Pet in there with Garrity and Ojo, um, and then I would, I would love nothing more than, um, I'll be honest, I'd love nothing more than a Harrison and uh, Taylor to 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 start. Uh, I, I I feel like. Asking for them both to come back on the weekend might be a little bit of an ask. Um, so Proctor and Taylor, or Proctor and Harrison, and the other one to come, the come on. Um, but yeah, that that would be mine. Um, and subs just fill them up and don't let and don't have Dennis on the bench. Although we got our tickets early in the season, so we're yeah. that shit then though. They well, they were basically played as loaded six-year-olds. Yeah, um, but they were dead shit the the game we played against them as well. So yeah, we beat them at home two-one, didn't we? So yeah, you never it. know. We might be uh, we might be a slight we might have the upper hand over them this season. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Bess, do you make any changes to that? I wasn't listening, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
with some happy chappy today, aren't you? <laughs> I'm still fucking fuming. <laughs> fucking speedy's right wound me up. <laughs> um, I go. I, I was sorting a guest out for a future pod, Johnny. You'll see on a or Facebook Messenger. Um, I'd go Stevens in goal, back three of uh, Forrester, Smith. I'm again Jones. I'm again Donnelly. Because whoever I'm not playing is playing left wing back. So I'm going. Please play Jones. Jones. Yeah, I'm going Jones. Yeah, going Jones. Jones at left wing back again. Yeah. Donnelly's going left wing back with was a right wing back. Mid three. Oh, that's a toughie, isn't it? Who does you go, Tom? I think I'm going Ojo and Garrity as the middle two, just because Conlon's coming back. And he didn't do anything too wrong, but I want to see Ojo and Garrity to, to carry on flourishing. And then I'm going Butterworth behind Taylor and Proctor with Harrison on the bench to come on and net the winning. Yeah, I I, I said Conlon or Petin with Garrity and Ojo. Yeah, I'm getting Butterworth behind the front too. Let's have a look at him in that hole. They said I'd take taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what you're on about. <laughs> um. yeah, horrible you are, Tom. You're horrible. <laughs> uh, Johnny, what's yours? <laughs> For me, it would be, yeah, it was was a mal wing backs, Forrester Smithy and Jones centre halves, Garrity Mal, Garrity Conlon Ojo, yeah, Garrity Conlon Ojo. Fuck me, how many positions have you got, Garrity? Playing every position, Garrett is. <laughs> That's what he does. Ben does. Plays where he wants. Yeah, and then Proctor and Matty Taylor probably up top. Um, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, oh, oh, hopefully we've got. Yeah, we've we've got enough in his locker to 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 get two strikers on the pitch, and it'd be it'd be really nice. Two actual strikers as well. Yeah, two actual strikers. It'd be lovely. But yeah, yeah, that, that that's kind of where I'm at with with them all at the minute. School yeah. predictions. Now you're talking. <laughs> Brought to you by avtimings.com. Get yourself over there, sign up for a race. Johnny will be doing a 10k in April slash May time when we get one lined up. So we'll let you all know which one, and you can all sign up and run it with us. We'll run as veil shirts. Get an Ale and Vale photo at the start. And I'm doing a 10K with him on Sunday in Congleton somewhere. In Congleton somewhere. And I'm not looking forward to it because I've barely trained with being laid up and I'm fat. But hey, I am. I'll get on the piss on Liverpool on Sunday. I'll be thinking of you, mate. Cheers, mate. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> Race HQ's Congleton High School, so the start somewhere around there. And it's a 10K. Fair enough. Ten o'clock Sunday morning. If anyone wants to come and shout at me, run you fat bastard. 
I don't think I've got anything to do Sunday either. We haven't I say, I, now you've put that, that's quite sad. <laughs> <laughs> I've, just, I've just realised we haven't got a game this Sunday. Your fucking running performance is as bad as that bastard Speedy's referee. <laughs> yeah. Come on, oh. come on, fat boy. Speedy ran quicker than me. <laughs> that's the sort of motivation I need. <laughs> there we go then. Let's let's get that motivation. But yeah, I think I'm going one all draw. I will go three one Vale. Fucking hell, I am ludicrously deluded. You are, you are. After I've just said Addison, come on, net the winner. Hey, to be oh. fair, I, you know, I'm still claiming that Plymouth one. Yeah, so, I'm going. Been drinking today. Uh, no, no. That, yeah, that, I, I, that's fine, that explains it. Have you done a full day's work? Uh, what time did I finish? Uh, well, I finished about two. So, yeah, so, relatively no, full. Relatively full day for you. Yeah, about quarter past seven till two o'clock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I have to say, now it's not come on and score the win here. I've got to be honest. I can't see anything on Saturday. 2 0 Shrewsbury. Hope I'm wrong, obviously. Fair enough. So that 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 was the that was the pos- positivity end that we wanted. So cheers for that, Bez. Um, <laughs> so, so wrong. I've been wrong before. Oh yeah, many yeah. times. Yeah, probably been wrong more often than I've been right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all have. So that, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, just uh, another thing. Sorry, uh, just I have seen the Shrewsbury tweeted out today saying there is a is a fan zone behind our stand. Yes, the police have you that you, you just um they've tweeted out there's a car park within walking distance. It's a fiver. Um, we we have retweeted it on our Twitter as well. Um, but yeah, like you say, there is a fan zone there, which I think is going to could be banging, couldn't it? It's got food and alcohol. Yeah, so um, I, I know the crown coaches aren't leaving uh, too early this time. We're not leaving till half twelve. I don't think half twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So we should be there for quarter two latest. I'd have thought. Yeah. Yeah. So if we're not leaving till half twelve, I don't really have to be in whatever spoons till quarter past eight. <laughs> so that should be. Well, <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. I'm I'm excited for another sold out away end. Yeah, sound like I'm the only one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are the, the only one. It takes me a few days after like yesterday get get back into the swing of things. I'm still fucking fuming. Yeah, well I've got to be up, I've got to be up at half past five in the morning. So how, how does that make you feel? I'd be fucking fuming. I am. I would be. So. I've got to be up about seven. Yeah, so there you go. I'll be, I'll be on the got to be up at half five. I've got a Newbury with work. Oh, God, I tell him no. So, well, I can't tell him no. Just tell him start at a reasonable time. Well, it says it's nine, nine o'clock, but the 8.34 Oxford's a fucking bitch. Ah, fly yeah. down. Fuck it. Fly down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't, I've been watching that film playing tonight. Don't fly. <laughs> Don't fly ever again. <laughs> well, if you get on and Gerald Butler's your pilot, I wouldn't fly. You know, because there's a high chance of that. Could happen. 
How do you know you, you fell asleep for five minutes of it? You, you could have missed a bit where it wasn't actually Gerald Butler. It was his evil twin. You, <laughs> the story you've seen is a completely different one than the story of actually the film. Yeah. So there you go. Huh? But anyway, let's end it on a high. Johnny's ball will be open this from Thursday. Is that right? Yeah, no, tonight, but yeah. Which yeah, Wednesday well, is open today, we'll but he will be open on Thursday as well. Yeah, we're recording tonight. They can't get down tonight. No, they can't. But so, he will be yeah, open when... Thursday, he'll be open Friday, he'll be open when you get back from Shrewsbury on Saturday. Happy days. Happy days to get yourselves in. Got some got some lovely lovely ales on. What did you have the other night, Bez? That you convinced everyone to have? Was it the dancing duck again? Yeah, dancing duck again when we were in on Friday, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. beautiful. Love the dancing duck. I know. Well, yeah. So everyone get yourselves in. Support John, Support Johnny's bar. And enjoy Shrewsbury if you're going. Let's, let's all hope that Tom's result comes, not Bez's. But either way, enjoy yourselves and have an ale and up the veil. So it's full time from the pod and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking to who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.